This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 69. (laughs) Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing absolutely amazing. This is such an exciting book. Welcome to the podcast where I highlight books in about 20 minutes or so, and I try to suck out all the actionable nuggets that you can instantly apply to your life. So I selected an amazing book. I did just host it on a a live book club, and it is called Struggle Well. It is such a great book because let's face it, I mean, we're all going to be exposed to challenging situations, challenging events in our life. And the idea here is that we want to struggle well. And I love the way that they put it in the title of their book. It's so fantastic. So welcome to the program. Welcome to the podcast. And again, for all the people, the loyal listeners who've been listening for a while, I can't thank you enough for all your iTunes reviews and just spreading the word and sharing posts on this podcast. It's so I'm so grateful for you. I do have a bit of a cold this week. I apologize if I sound a little different, um, but I didn't want to let you down and not produce a podcast for you. So let's jump right in. So Struggle Well, Thriving in the Aftermath of Trauma. It's by Ken Felke and Josh Goldberg. This book is so amazing because it really does help us see things from a, a, a human sort of perspective. So struggle can come in many different forms. Forms, right? Like, I mean, we've been exposed to things such as anxiety. Struggle can be in the form of anxiety, it can be in the form of depression, it can be in the form of even addiction or even um, post-traumatic stress disorder. So struggle is real. This is something that is going on around us. And Ken Felke and Josh Goldberg, they actually train their their training combat veterans and also people who are battling post-traumatic stress disorder. And they they created this whole program um, so that they could help people people and they really want to help people achieve what they call post-traumatic growth. And in positive psychology, this is such a fantastic term. It's all about post-traumatic growth. It's how we can learn and grow from our our experience. So if you have something that you know you've been struggling with or a crisis in your life or just it could be as simple as, you know, changing careers or retirement, um, this book is so powerful because it allows us to go through struggle and allows us to go from a perspective of post-traumatic growth. So it allows us to grow from struggle. And I love this perspective. And it is a wonderful psychology, positive psychology um, approach to struggle. And it's such a great way to kind of help us so that we're not just surviving, we can actually thrive. And I love that expression, right? Like survive through struggle, but then actually, you know, we can actually thrive through this struggle. So when we are able to embrace struggle in our life, this is what this whole book is about. 
we can we can more successfully move forward in our life that there is hope that this book really teaches us the ability to embrace struggle so that we can stop just surviving and start thriving post traumatic growth enables us to use these times of struggle to create a life that is more meaningful that's more fulfilling that's more purposeful and it allows us to happily move forward uh, this book also provides really good actionable strategies that um help make peace in our life from the past and help us to live in the present and then also helps us to plan for an amazing future which is so exciting right because ultimately we want to move forward and um, one of my favorite analogies actually that they have within their book and we'll get to it but is about you know when we're going through a struggle sometimes what we do is we look in the rearview mirror so imagine like driving a car right and looking in the rearview mirror um, that's not really effective so the idea within their book and what I love about it is is that it teaches us to look in the windshield. It teaches us to look forward and to get in the driver's seat and actually take ownership for your life and so that we can better um, just move forward in our life and, and put our foot to the gas and keep moving forward and um, to see things from a very clear perspective. But also have that rearview mirror as an vantage point to kind of help us learn from the past and also allows us to have a, a place of reference so that we can successfully move forward, which is so great. So let's turn struggle into strength and growth. This is what this whole book is all about, changing struggle from strength and, and to, to, into strength. So changing struggle into strength. Say that fast five times. It's funny. <laughs> okay, so growth. It's so important. So sometimes things are going to be bad. <laughs> and I mean, if you think back to a challenging situation, maybe you did have a crisis in your life. Maybe you've been through, you know, something that was very traumatic for you or even just a cri- they put you into crisis mode. Um, that what they teach us within this book that it it can produce that struggle can produce profound gifts that if we see that and we understand that what we're going through and struggle can be a form of a gift this is a really big shift in our mindset right so step by step they take us through this journey um, based on research and based on experience you know I love the science Uh, this whole book is based on the science and the authors actually did research and work with many positive psychologists in order to create their program and help war veterans um, with post-traumatic stress disorder so we're learning from the best here this is an awesome book I do recommend though if something sparks your interest to purchase the book because there's so many stories within this book that you may find yourself in. So I do recommend that if something here sparks your interest. So let's keep going. Okay, so post-traumatic stress disorder shouldn't be a disorder that follows you around your whole entire life and for the rest of your life. So post-traumatic stress disorder is um, like driving slow with your while you're looking in the rearview mirror. That's the analogy, right? And their analogy that they use too is like, you know, you get this beautiful new Ferrari, you're about to drive it off the lot after you purchase it, and you're literally just driving from the lot 10 kilometers an hour and or miles, whatever it is if you're in the States, and you park the car in the garage. You don't even really drive. So that's their analogy that they used. And then they talked about post-traumatic growth kind of being like you're in the driver's seat. You're taking control and 
means you're actually pushing the gas and seeing, you know, what power that you could have with that car. And it's also about looking at that front windshield, being present in the moment and pressing the gas and being being able to be right in that moment and really enjoy the life that you're in. I love that analogy, don't you? Okay, so post-traumatic growth. Obviously, you know what? It would be a fantastic place to be, but how do we get there, right? We can't just snap our fingers, um, you know, when we go through challenging times. And sometimes things are really big challenges and trauma and crisis, right? Um, Even smaller crisis and trauma feels very yucky when you're in it. So this book is so great because it's allowing us to shift the mindset and allows us to really see um, post-traumatic growth as, you know, understanding that everyone is going to struggle. We are all going to have bad things happen to us. I hate to be, you know, the bearer of bad news, but this is life. We're human. So the reality is, is that um, we need to grow and prosper as a result of these things that are that have been struggle for us so they really teach us to embrace struggle because they know we basically know it's inevitable it's going to happen and that it can actually even be useful can you believe it our struggle can be useful (laughs) so trauma is nearly universal everybody experiences it so post-traumatic growth teaches us that what that is what we choose to learn from our struggle that really matters and science has shown this so life is going to slap us in the face and they even said in the book it was funny um maybe even punch us in the face and i'm sure you've been through some moments i know i have that feel like a big punch to the face or you know the carpet's been pulled out from underneath you and it's it's incredible right like yes it's going to happen it's inevitable but the idea is don't put the struggle to waste and i love the way they put it they said struggle is a terrible thing to waste so the reality is is that when we go through a struggle it's really important to turn that struggle into strength and that there are huge amounts of ways that we can respond to struggle in an effective way that's going to not put struggle to a waste, right? We don't want the struggle to happen again necessarily, or we don't want to have like, you know, a struggle in vain. We want to make sure that this struggle is, you know, telling us something, teaching us something, giving us opportunities for growth. So the overview and the main common theme within this book is that two really, really important messages that I picked up on is that the conventional ways of dealing with trauma often leave people feeling like they're stuck, like they're damaged, as though they have, you know, been sentenced to a life that's um, not a really good version of themselves. Um, This is the one of the messages that they have within their book. The other one is that post-traumatic growth offers a new path, another path. And this post-traumatic growth is the opportunity to use trauma and use struggle to create greater meaning in your life, to create deeper purpose in your life, and also to create a more authentic and fulfilling life for yourself than you could ever imagine. That's the common theme within this whole entire book. Okay, so I have a question for you. Can you think of a time that you were going through something challenging? It could be a trauma crisis, whatever it is that made you feel um, ungrounded, and in that you 
you just kind of got through it and you were, you not only survived, but you also thrive. You came out of that event, that struggle, that challenge, that crisis, you came out and you actually turned out to feel stronger, to feel better, to have new relationships, better connections or new opportunities. Um, that means that you struggled well. <laughs> so then what happens is, is that what we really want to do is, and this is the lesson within their book, is to really go down in that expression. It's by going down into the abyss that we're able to recover the treasures of life. And that's the quote that they use by Joseph Campbell. And so struggle is both inevitable and useful. So struggle and trauma is, in everyone's life, struggle is useful because it forces us to really reflect on what's true for us as a human and really reflect on, wow, like, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? It's like, you know, and also, and then it teaches us too to accept struggle and stop blaming other people. It's like, okay, this is what happened. Now, what are the growth opportunities here? What is it that I can, you know, dig down into this trauma, into this struggle and discover, okay, what is it about this? Like, where are the treasure treasures? What's good? And just by doing that, it's amazing that we can look inside and we can start to really see what's true about ourselves, about our lives. Um, you know, what resonates deep within us It's going through these really challenging, struggling times that makes you question, whoa, like, you know, and kind of do a life review. And so their message in the book really here is, that you don't want to waste your struggle. And I love the way they, they put it. So I want you to think back. This is what I've been doing too, is just kind of think back to a time where, or a situation or something that you might be struggling with right now and really dig into it. Like look into like, where's the growth here? What's, what are the opportunities for growth? And now we're going to go into a few other things that you can look for that'll help you find some of these things. So, um, they talked within their book, um, Struggle Well, uh, Thriving in the Aftermath of Trauma, and they talked about five domains of growth. So these are like, I look at it like this, like five domains of opportunities to grow. So this is how we collect those so-called treasures in the abyss. <laughs> That's where we go in and we look and we kind of find like what could be really good here. I know sometimes when you're in this the beginning of maybe the crisis, it's hard to see the opportunities for growth. And then we are going to talk a little bit about later that there are five phases to post-traumatic growth. So it doesn't just happen overnight. Um, but here are some, these are the five domains that they talked about for opportunities to collect treasures as you walk through the path from struggle to strength. So they first talked about reflection and that one of the gifts of struggle is that we we, we, we can turn inward. We can think of ourselves as, you know, we're struggling, but we're surviving through, um, but we may not be thriving. So the idea here is to really look through the lens of growth and treasures. So reflection and kind of going in is so that we don't waste the struggle. <laughs> we don't want you to waste that struggle. Like look at it, um, kind of look in the rear view mirror at the time so you can have reflection. So you have this opportunity to see, okay, well, where are the gifts 
here? Where's the growth? Where are the treasures? So here we go. Let's do it. So the first area of reflection is deeper relationships. Almost always they're saying within struggle, we develop a greater sense of compassion, not only with other people and a greater sense of empathy for other people as well as for ourselves because of what we've gone through. So deeper relationships is, is one of the benefits. Usually um, you end up getting closer to other people or you end up creating new relationships or you're a- better able to understand other people that have been through the same thing. So um, it's really amazing that this level of compassion and empathy um, increases naturally. So this is a benefit. This is a growth pattern. So, you know, if you for, you know, say for some reason um, you find out that your your husband is addicted to drugs and then what happens is, is that you, you know, you have all these things that you've been through as a result of that, um, joining a support group of a whole bunch of other people will develop this wonderful deep connection and new deep relationships with people that are struggling with the same thing. There's that connection there. There's that compassion, empathy, and this is an opportunity for growth. So definitely, especially in the world of positive psychology, it's all about other people matter and then finding your tribe and finding people that can support you through trauma and finding people that have that capacity to have compassion and empathy um, is really, really essential to help us so that we can struggle well. And what the benefit is, is that this growth opportunity and the treasures that we usually find in that are deeper relationships with other people. So that's awesome. Okay, so the other thing they talked about is an opportunity for personal growth. This is another domain for growth that when you get through a trauma or a traumatic event or a crisis, you actually come out the other side thinking, wow, like I survived and I can handle this. And it actually ends up making you feel stronger and with the feeling that you can get through anything and that you feel stronger about yourself and your capacity and you have an increased sense of personal growth. Um, so that's another wonderful benefit or growth opportunity for struggle and crisis. Another one that they talked about was um, the growth of spiritual and existential change. So what this does is it allows us, especially if we've gone through a trauma or a struggle or a crisis that involves, you know, the questioning of your life or um, the life of someone close to you or, you know, that sort of thing or the death of someone close to you. It really does, or even a brush with death, it really does allow you to connect to yourself on a deeper level. Now, when we say spiritual, it could just mean even the idea of disconnecting to the, the, the idea that there's some force greater than yourself. And, you know, it's like, it allows you to ask the questions, where do I belong? Who am I? Why am I here? Um, so this is a wonderful opportunity. You get the opportunity to use this challenge to change your life. And this domain is really important because it does help with spiritual growth and it does help us to kind of dig in deeper to our, you know, to who we are and what we're here for and do a life review. 
I really, really like that that one. Okay, so the other opportunity for growth or domain of growth is a sense of appreciation for life. And this is a really important one, right? It's like amazing. It kind of reminds me of the time I sprained my ankle and it's like, wow, I didn't realize how much I really like to be able to walk. <laughs> and it's amazing how when um, you have the question of something being removed um, or someone being removed or even your life taken away from you, um, that this is another opportunity for growth. So um, when we go through struggle, it also increases a sense of appreciation for the life that you have and the people around you. And what comes to mind for me actually is one time I had a really, really bad migraine. And this was when I was back when I was married. And I started losing feeling in my lips and I actually couldn't really move my mouth and then my arm went to sleep. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I having a stroke? So needless to say, I had to go to emergency and um, I couldn't see straight. I couldn't see properly and all this stuff was going going on. And so then as I was there, they said, well, we need we need to see if there's anything going on in your brain. So we're going to do a CAT scan and um, like just check that there's no like tumors or something going on on there. And I'll never forget the time I had done the CAT scan. I came out and I was resting there and I had a moment. I was like, oh my gosh, the answer to that test in the next couple of minutes could change the trajectory of my life. And that was really, really a moment, a sense of appreciating the life that I have, my kids and all like in that moment, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, like this could really be something like that will change the trajectory of my life. So when he came back, the doctor came back, he says, oh, Andrea, there's nothing but cobwebs in your brain. <laughs> anyway, he tried to make a joke, but anyway, it was funny. And at the same time, I had a huge sense of relief, but I, from that moment, it's like, wow, like I'm not going to take for granted my health. Like it's amazing. So struggling well too is all about, um, also there's a growth opportunity when we do go through a struggle that there's a sense of appreciation for our life. And that is a, a wonderful way to kind of to help us to really appreciate the daily ability to like simply breathe or, you know, to feel grateful, to wake up in the morning every single day and be able to walk to the kitchen and you know, spend time with good friends and people that you love. And, um, yeah, it just kind of puts, it shifts your perspective and that's a wonderful growth opportunity there. You know, and the, the example that they used, like enjoying a sunset as if it's your last one and, you know, or to do fulfilling work and making a difference also. All right. So they also talked about another domain of growth being that there's new possibilities. So when you struggle, the path that you were traveling ends up being no longer available. So usually when we're going through a struggle, trauma, or crisis, in some way, our path is being changed and it's no longer available to us. So we're right away presented with new possibilities. So the mindset that they're suggesting is that with a post-traumatic growth is to see it like there's new possibilities coming our way or 
you you now have the opportunity and the obligation to find a new path, to create a new path. I know that's where I'm at right now. I'm creating a new chapter in my life and creating a new path. And it's actually so exciting once you get to that point. But I, I got to say, it took me a little while to get here after I got my, you know, carpet pulled out from underneath me. <laughs> but anyway, it's going good. Like, so this is, it is true. There's new possibilities, new opportunities um, that are coming coming our way. And that's a a really nice growth mindset. So along the path, we're introduced to new ways of living, new people who can enrich our lives. We're really exposed to new ways of doing things. So that's a wonderful opportunity for growth. Okay, so now we're just going to talk about and what they talked about within their book for Struggle Well is the five phases of post-traumatic growth. And now this is important because you know what, we can't just snap our thumb and switch from post-traumatic stress disorder or just, you know, anxiety, depression. Um, We can't just snap our thumb and expect to shift right out of that. Even though we know now and we're learning about growth opportunities within crisis and challenge, it's sort of hard sometimes when you're in there, right? When you're in the muck. So they did talk about that this is a phase. These are phases. We work through the process so that we can struggle well. And I love that that they put that because we're all human, right? We're humanity. So they talked about um, the phases of post-traumatic growth. And so one of the phases, the first little area or the first area rather is education. And so sometimes, you know what, like for example, um, one of my coaching clients, she's inherited a whole bunch of her, um, there's just a traumatic event that happened where she had to now take on her grandchildren. And um, the first thing she did was educate herself on, you know, how to effectively parent for kids who have been through trauma. And uh, so education is so essential, right? Like, so knowledge is power. That's why you guys are loving this podcast, I'm sure, right? The more information and knowledge that we have, like the love of learning allows us to, you know, it, knowledge is power. It, it, it empowers us. It makes us learn. It allows us to approach things so that we can struggle well and live well. And that's the, one of the phases of post-traumatic growth. And um, I love that. So understand the impact that struggle has on your mind. Understand the impact that struggle has on your body. Understand the impact that it has had on your heart and your spirit. So just by kind of connecting in and educating your yourself on like, you know, what, what might've happened for you and then educate yourself to like what's going on also in your mind, in your body, in your life. So they are recommending that you tap in. Like they talked about the wellness triangle and, um, just to feel, you know, strength and meaning and relationships within your life and acts of service. But you also need to connect to, you know, having a solid mental capacity, having a, your look after your physical body, look after your finances as well. And so this, they talked a lot about um, just educating yourself in terms of, you know, how are you feeling? Where are those feelings in your body? Um, How are you expressing them? Uh, Learning and learning and learning is really, really important. And it's actually liberating. And that's one of the phases of post-traumatic growth. They also talked about regulation, which I kind of, there's overlap here. And this is another phase about finding practices that keep you grounded, that keep you well, that keep you healthy. 
And I know, like, when you, when I broke up with my boyfriend, it's like, what? I was, sh- like, I was sort of shocked. And I, um, it's, it was all for good. But at the same time, in the moment, it's like, oh, my gosh. It's like, so then that's the first thing that I did. I educated it myself on, you know, what had happened, what had broken down, why it had broken down, what it is that he might have been going through, um, given his situation. And then I also then moved to a place of self-regulation. And regulation is so key because it actually does make you start to feel so much better. And so self-regulation and feeling well are practices like um, uh, meditation, yoga, exercise, eating healthy, going for walks, being out in nature, um, allowing for calmness in your life and stability. I was meditating and guided meditations. Um, I also went to the gym, you know, reading is so therapeutic for me. So self-regulation is one of the growth, post-traumatic growth tools or phases that you can go through that helps you work through it. So the idea is that you own your life, right? So the idea is to create this balance within your life and the balance that they talked about within their book is balance of your mind, your body, your finances, and your spirit and making sure that they're all balanced. And I love that tip, right? Because, oh my gosh, what better way than just like turning the attention inward, especially if you wasted like over a year and a half trying to help someone else get better, um, then you kind of, you lose yourself a little bit. So then it's like, oh, wait a second, like, let me struggle well through this and look after myself now, turning that focus inward. And it's amazing that that helps with growth. Okay. So then they also talked about disclosure. This is another phase of post-traumatic growth that is so hard. It's hard work, but it's essential. This is disclosure is sharing your story. It's, um, it's, it's sharing your experience with other people or getting it out from your brain. Um, so science has shown that disclosure is a really essential part of post-traumatic growth. And it allows us, and I love the analogy that they used, it's like we carry around these backpacks that are filled with our experiences. And these backpacks can get quite heavy. And so if we keep walking around with this backpack, and actually one of my um, one of my friends, she she's a life coach as well. And her whole program is based on this concept of, you know, what's in your backpack and what are you carrying around? And like, what do you need to unload? And it's so cool because they talked about this within their book as well. And, um, shout out Carrie. (laughs) Anyway, so we carry around these experiences, but they typically, we don't examine them. So the idea is, is that they suggest to take everything out of your backpack and really look at it. So this is going in the rearview mirror. It's like taking that crap, that heaviness out of your backpack that you've been carrying, discuss it, feel it, be with it, and decide at this moment what it is that you want to put back in your backpack. What do you want to carry forward from that heaviness? And don't be afraid to share this and what has happened to you. The idea with disclosure as a phase of post-traumatic growth is that sharing this information is essential in our ability to move forward. So it is looking in so that every time you look in that rear view mirror, it's helpful. It's not going to hold you back. You look in that rear view mirror and you look at 
this stuff as a reference point so you can optimally drive forward or move forward. And I think that is so powerful and such a wonderful tool and tip that they suggested. And, you know, finding people that you can disclose and feel safe doing this because carrying guilt and shame um, is is not good for us. So it's really important um, to share and be surprised that, you know what, a lot of people have been through very similar experiences or perhaps they might be totally understanding to your story. So then this is the next one. So the next phase of um, post-traumatic growth is a positive new story. And I love this. So we are basically deciding now what we're going to carry forward as a reference point, what we're going to learn. We're going to make sure we're not wasting the struggle from the disclosure and the backpack exercise. But we also want to create now a positive new story to move forward so that we can, and we know we can shape this story. So you and only you is how they put it in their book can get to decide what you want to carry in your backpack to move forward and how you want to create positive new stories about your future. Um, so it's like removing story that's holding you back. So a story that speaks to you of who you are, why you exist, where you're going, what you would like to do on this wonderful journey moving forward. And I love that. And it'll take time to get there, right? Especially if you've just been through crisis and challenge, but we know it's a phase that's really important and very beneficial. Um, They also then talked about another phase of post-traumatic growth is service. And science has shown that when we... um, when we focus our energy and effort on acts of service and we're helping people, uh, it's really, really beneficial for us. So life is about what we do for others. So service is a focus. It's about, um, it's not just, you know, granting acts uh, or it's about gestures. It's about listening, active listening, deeply listening, also offering just honest support and authenticity to other people and being of service to other people. So this is a wonderful stage to really help um, help connect to other people, right? Because other people matter and acts of service is really, really beneficial because we know that one of the growth opportunities in and amongst trauma and crisis are deeper relationships, new possibilities, new relationships. And, um, I, and I really, really loved that. So that's it, right? There's so much growth that can happen from trauma. I know sometimes it's hard when you're in it, but this is, I love their book because it's such a shift in our mindset that we can struggle and that we can struggle well, that struggle can be a profound gift in our life, that it's opportunities to, um, you know, shift from a place of dealing with trauma that leave us feeling stuck or damaged or, you know, or we're life sentenced to a terrible life moving forward. Um, but post-traumatic growth is offers a wonderful new path, a path of opportunity. We can use trauma and struggle to create greater meaning in our life, to deepen our purpose, to connect to other people, and just to lead a more authentic, fulfilling life moving forward. And I thought that was so great. And I got a lot out of this book that was Struggle Well, Thriving in the Aftermath of Trauma by Ken Falke and Josh Goldberg. Such a great book with lots of positive psychology woven in. I hope you got a lot out of it too. And I thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic week. Oh my gosh, I have such a good book I'm highlighting next week. So don't miss next week 
week's ex episode. And I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.